Hey, it's Emily. I'm so excited to tell you about a new challenge I created just for you, and that's Habit Loop Boot Camp. Yes, you heard me right. Habit Loop Boot Camp. Habit loops are the key to taking action with your habits, and this will kick you in the booty into doing just that. During this three-day challenge, March 19th through the 21st, I'll give you some exclusive coaching and how to best create your cues, routines, and rewards, of course, from that Atomic Habits for Women philosophy. We'll be in a live community where you will build your own custom habit loops, and by the end of the boot camp, you'll be ready to take action and have the confidence to ensure your new healthy habits will stick. I'll also be doing a giveaway to my signature program, and one-on-one coaching. Now, if you can't join us live, you will be able to grab the replays in the community, and I'll also be emailing out the videos as well. So I got you covered. Plus, you can also upgrade to get a private podcast feed of all three of the trainings and three opportunities to be on a Zoom with me and the other VIPs to answer your habit loop questions specifically for you and give you more customized coaching based on your own unique circumstances. I'm so excited for this. Go to bit.ly slash habit loop bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in habit loop bootcamp. Hey girl, do you wish you could make your healthy habits stick, but life keeps getting in the way? Are you tired of diet culture telling you to shrink yourself when you'd rather just find true food freedom, move your body for joy and feel and look good in your favorite leggings? then you're in the right place. Think of this as Atomic Habits for Women. Hey, I'm Emily Nichols, habit and fitness coach, millennial mom, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. I'm here to tell you there is an easier way than what we've been taught about health and our habits. How do I know? Because I've gone from former chronic dieter to habit hacker through the power of the system that I'm now going to teach you so you can finally stop dieting and just train for life via your habits. Remember, it's not your fault your healthy habits haven't stuck. We just have to do them differently. Are you ready to habit hack your health? Then let's do this. You're listening to episode 240 of Habit Hack Your Health. Hey friend, I'm so glad you are here and we're talking about something I think that is very important when it comes to our health, your weight loss goals you may have for yourself in order to see success. Now, let's face it, when it comes to our health, it can be very complicated It's so complicated, and I want you to know that it's not your fault. It is not your fault, girlfriend. Many of us grew up in the era of watching our moms do Weight Watchers, eating Snackwell cookies, like I loved those double food ones. Oh, those were so good. (laughs) And looking to Victoria's Secret models for body goals, and we are taught by society and diet culture to shrink ourselves, to be as skinny as possible. Whereas now we want to be, we want to, we want to come with the approach of we want to feel amazing. We want to feel strong. We want to train for life. But that takes a while to unpack 
that diet culture mentality that has just been ingrained in us. It's not our fault, though. However, I know you want to train for life. I know you do. And I know that you want to be healthy so you can do all the things you love in all seasons of your life, right? If you don't have your health, none of it matters, right? I know you want to have energy for your kids. I know you want to perform well at work. I know you want to be present and have an amazing relationship with your husband. And I also know you want to put on like your favorite pair of leggings and feel freaking like amazing, like checking yourself out in the mirror from all angles. Like, girl, that is okay. We all have different goals, and sometimes maybe that means weight loss is part of your path. Sometimes that means, you know, it's just based on your own personal health and fitness goals. Either way, it needs to be done with that Atomic Habits for Women approach. If you don't know what I'm talking about, learn more on what Atomic Habits for Women really means with my private podcast, where we break down why women have to do habits differently, what diet culture has really ingrained in us and how we can take a different approach with habit hacking our health. So you can get that at bit.ly slash atomic habits for women. It's also linked in the show notes. So the first step I teach inside of my Healthy Habits Accelerator pod course is my signature program. I have a habit hacking system, atomic habit hacking system for women that is. And the first step is to look at the facts versus the feelings or the data versus the drama, either way you want to look at it. We have to look at the facts versus feelings when it comes to your mindset, your food freedom, and your movement. We have to look objectively first at the data as far as what women need in each of these areas, and even look at the data as far as what you have been doing as well. So it's it's just the facts, right? Just the facts, black and white facts. But also there's a gray area, right? We also do need to consider like how we subjectively feel about each of these areas, where our mindset is, right? Like for example, lifting weights and eating more isn't in a lot of our healthy mindsets, right? Um, me personally, I feel like this is rapidly changing because of a lot of folks talking about it online. We talk about it a ton here and in my programming. I'm even going on my own strength training journey right now, and I'm watching the scale go up right now, which, you know, there's that data, which can be a little scary, but subjectively, I need to unpack that and focus on those non-scale victories, my overall long-term and short-term goals. So how do we have it hack this? How do we habit hack this? Well, habit tracking is an excellent tool to help you do this. Once you create some new habit loops around your mindset, movement, or food freedom, or even analyze the ones you have in place already in your life, some are even unconscious, you don't even know you're doing, habit tracking is where you can kind of take a step back and analyze the data. And you're able to build that consistency, right? There are even various ways to habit track your facts and your feelings too. Now, habit tracking is such a powerful tool when thinking about facts versus feelings for three reasons. Number one, it allows you to see your progress and not get caught up in your feelings, right? If you're trying to work out five days a week and like one day you weren't able to because your kiddo was sick or you just needed a rest day, sometimes we get in our heads and we're like, oh, like, man, I just can't do it. And then the next week you do nothing, right? Whereas if you track that over a 21-day period or a month's time, you're able to see that data and be like, oh my gosh, well, I worked out 15 of the past 30 days. That's amazing versus like focusing on what you didn't do. Second, it can identify triggers 
that you have in your life, like such as like emotional eating, what's triggering you to emotionally eat, or what's causing you to negatively talk about yourself. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's a call with your boss that causes you <laughs> both areas. You go eat like a thing of cookies and talk very not nice to yourselves, right? We've all been there. And there's ways to habit hack this via habit loops, habit tracking, habit stacking, all the things. And number three, habit tracking builds consistency, right? It builds that consistency, momentum, and confidence in yourself to keep going. Like, it feels so good to check off that you did something. You're able to see um, that momentum going because you don't want to miss tracking and checking off that you did the thing. So this can help in a few different ways. And I thought today it would be a fun little exercise to dig a little deeper about the facts versus the feelings within regards to your food habits, movement, and mindset habits to really help you along in meeting your health and weight loss goals. And habit tracking can help specifically in each area as well, regardless if you're working on just one fundamental need right now, like right now you're just focusing on your food freedom and you really are digging deep in emotional eating and tracking your macros or whatever is going on in your life right now. Or maybe you're doing the accelerated plan from our program where you're working on each of each of those areas of your health. So let's chat about some examples of facts versus feelings in each area. Hey, Habit Hacker, cutting in real quick to share one of my fave food freedom habit hacks to save you time, save money, and still eat healthy. And that is Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat in two-minute meals. These are chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no long meal preps or long cleanups needed. Hallelujah, no more piles of dishes. I love the protein plus meal option since you know we as women need more protein to sustain our muscle and overall health goals. So head to factormeals.com slash habit 50 and use code habit 50 to get 50% off. That's code habit 50 H A B I T five zero at factormeals.com slash habit 50 to get 50% off. Okay, let's get back to the show. So first there are your food habits. So let's look at the facts. Okay. Let's use the facts when it comes to your food. So this includes maybe your macronutrients, like your protein, carbs, fats, reading labels. I know I got really good at reading labels and I can find what sugar is in anything if I'm looking for no added sugar. And also being aware of any like dietary restrictions that you have. As a woman, as a woman, you can also focus on how your body reacts to certain foods. Like if I have too much dairy, it's not good for my digestive system. In all reality, that might be TMI, but it's true. Sometimes we have to look at that. Um, you can also track how much protein you're getting. And if it's triggering you to track your macros in like a bunch of different areas, like your calories and all the things, you can really take a deeper look into how much protein you're getting, like 30 grams at least at each meal to help you sustain that muscle growth, growth, sustain your muscles as well to help burn more fat and just help you feel amazing, right? You could use like my fitness pal, you can use a food log. You can even do like a customized habit tracker, right? We have a couple printable ones in the shop where you can just write in whatever you want. 
Now the feelings when it comes to your food habits. You need to pay attention to your body's cues and your emotional response to food. So your feelings can really it can really provide some like valuable insight into how certain foods make you feel physically and also emotionally. So for example, emotional eating is huge, right? And we put labels on foods that are good or bad. We put labels on ourselves that we're good or bad, or we use food to comfort ourselves, right? Or maybe there's certain foods you have a little brain fog if you eat a lot of it. Like I don't really have gluten anymore because girl, I have such brain fog and I don't need that (laughs) on top of all the other tabs I have open and the ADHD tendencies I have. Or maybe you even feel the opposite way. You feel amazing after having an amazing experience of tacos and margaritas with your girlfriends. And maybe you feel amazing and you lean into that after having a colorful food. So maybe you're tracking the facts and you also kind of put in your feelings, like how certain foods made you feel, how you felt good. Maybe you didn't feel so great afterwards and then move on. Just take it all as data. The feelings kind of just give you a little extra habit hacking data to figure out what is triggering these. How can I create some new habit loops? Now, movement habits. So some of the facts, I want you to consider some of the facts when it comes to exercise. Like, what are the benefits of strength training? Like, do I do, does cardio really do a great benefit to me in my early 40s? What is proper form? What is zone two cardio? Hit exercises. What is going to work best for me as a woman in this time of my life? You can also just track when you do your workouts for those data points and how often and when working out works best for you. Now let's take a look at the feelings. You need to listen to your body's feedback during exercise. Now you might be sore, that's not like a bad thing, right? That's just your muscle fibers breaking down and building themselves back up. Again, you just need to drink a lot of water when you feel that. But pay attention to how different types of movement make you feel physically and mentally. So for example, Notice you leave just feeling like invigorated after a workout, or maybe you leave just feeling like, oh, I'm exhausted. I don't feel good after this workout. So maybe that is data to tell you based on your feelings that maybe this workout isn't the best for me. Maybe I'm feeling a lot of pain, not just soreness, like pain or discomfort. And I need to evaluate if this is working for me. And honestly, if you're just really like enjoying the activity, you're engaging in that form of exercise. You can also lean into that dopamine hit, right? Lean into that reward cycle when motivation isn't there. You're literally training your brain to work out so you crave it. And lastly, mindset habits. So facts when it comes to our mindset. This one can be a little tricky, right? So there's like evidence-based practices out there for cultivating a healthy mindset whether it's like mindfulness techniques like affirmation, cognitive behavior strategies, stress management approaches, breathing techniques, you know, gratitude, journaling. Educate yourself even on the scale, right? What does my number on the scale say? Okay, it is going up. That's just data. Okay, it's going down. That's just data. Or maybe tracking what just once a week as far as like what your number is on the scale if you need to do that. Also training yourself on your cycle, like how you feel in the different stages of your cycle and leaning into the facts like, oh, I'm in my luteal phase. I'm getting ready to start my period. That is why I am like raging and wanting chocolate chip cookies and I have no patience, right? (laughs) Sometimes you just need that data. 
So you have to lean into also how you react to stress physically and mentally, mentally, right? If you get a stressful day underway and at the end of the day, the fact is you're turning to half a bottle of wine, that's the facts. Now, feelings. Tune into your emotions and your thought processes and your thought patterns. Pay attention and track your triggers, like maybe certain people, work, social media, that can make you feel a certain way, and that will allow you to create new habit loops. Focus on your non-scale victories. If weight management can be a little tricky for you, like I'm sleeping better, my pants feel better, my skin's clearer, and pay attention to how your mindset habits really affect your mood, your actual stress levels, and just your overall outlook on life. I'm not saying you're never going to have stress, but it's all in your reaction sometimes as well. Okay, so any way that you can promote a more positive mindset, feeling that resilience, looking at the facts, what's triggering you, looking at what you're feeling and creating new habit loops will ultimately ensure your long-term success. So this is just a few examples of the facts versus feelings when it comes to our health. We can take like 20 different roads (laughs) with each of these habits, but Sometimes as women, we just get so caught up in our feelings, right? I just did a poll on my Instagram stories, and one of the top struggles I heard from the women that answered the poll was mindset. Mindset. So if we first look at the facts around food freedom, movement, and mindset, for us as women, not just like a generalized statement about health, but for us as women and all the extra factors, and thinking about how we truly feel about each area, We can track that over time and it'll give you a more holistic approach to creating habit loops, to tracking them over time and ultimately reaching your health and weight loss goals. And it really just helps you make informed decisions moving forward and getting out of your own way. Okay, you got to fall in love with the process of habit hacking, and I hope you are by listening to this show every week. I hope today was helpful. You know, like sometimes I we just need to get out of our own way, girl. Now, we dig super deep into some higher level habit strategy inside of the Healthy Habits Accelerator pod course. So if you need help, I'm here for you, girl. I am here for you. I want you to feel your best and be your best for those around you because I know you want to be. And more importantly, because you freaking deserve it, girl. All right, I'm sending you a great big hug. I'll catch up with you later this week. Hey girl, real quick before you go, did you know I have a secret podcast where I talk all about why most habit strategies don't work for us women? Spoiler alert, it's not our fault. Visit bit.ly slash Atomic Habits for Women. It's linked in the show notes to access my secret podcast series and have your biggest aha moment about why and how women have to do habits differently. And if you love the podcast, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can find the show. Love and appreciate you, friend. We'll see you next time.